Chapter 81 Angle Yaurach Once the land had been claimed, the ley lines forced open and energies restored. The areas that had withered became flush with the bounty of fertility and given fresh life. I thought the process was finished once the dams were destroyed and the land was system recognized as mine. I knew that it was just the first step in the formation of a kingdom, that I would need to build and create the infrastructure a new country required. But I thought system involvement was complete. There were still decisions that would need to be made in the future. Decisions about how to run my territory. Decisions I hadn't made yet, but would have considered before claiming land if there hadn't been a perfect confluence of events and Tom's death, to use his death and the blood of battle as a sacrifice. I wasn't ready, but maybe that was the point. No one who worries about the trappings of power would rush. I would have waited until Irvin, Lorne, Euron, and Cedric had been freed. Those micro-decisions, I thought could wait, began to demand my attention and decisions. System was still opening status screens, and prompts demanding I further define the territory that had been designated as mine. The most pressing decision was the territory's name. System refused to move on or let me close that screen prompt until I had made a choice. I had originally planned on borrowing from Ireland and naming my kingdom Belfast, in honor of Belros. But now that I had awakened my unseelie bloodline, it seemed disrespectful not to acknowledge both halves of my heritage. Instead, I chose Angle Gjaurach. It translated loosely as winter fire, and I thought it a propos, embodying the domains of both originators of my bloodlines nicely. Once the country was named, System projected an image of the lands I now controlled. The map was scalable and I could enlarge and view areas with a bird's eye view. Anytime I paused to examine an area, System offered to designate that area for the capital. I had hoped to view the area my team and I had considered before making a choice, an area Cedric, Euron, and I had identified as the best place to host the seat of power for a new country. We had decided on an area in the northern part of the continent, not on the border of the three nations, but far enough north that travel was possible without the use of portals. The area was stationed directly over the largest convergence of mapped ley lines, ley lines that had been marked and certified as true with an abaic seal of investiture. The area was in a large valley that formed from a series of hills, not mountains, nothing so drastic, but with enough of a rise to offer some protection. Additionally, there was a natural inland sea that had formed and offered a natural harbor. The waters were teeming with both plant and animal life. I had hoped to entice Blaine to accept those waters as the new home for his Kelpie herd. The inland sea was connected by two large rivers that emptied fresh water, diluting the salts, creating an area of brackishness that allowed a diversity of life that proliferated 
and enjoyed the brine of semi-salt waters. I could make travel and commerce easier within my territory. Portals and spatial items made barges and ships obsolete for the most part. But only when portals were constructed and economically viable. For those rare items that required special attention and were not well suited for spatial anomalies, shipping was still preferable. The harbor would allow for a commerce center to be constructed with piers and port authority, businesses established that would allow passenger ships and freight barges to traverse the waters easily. It would make access to the river helpful and allow a flow of goods and services to proliferate. I would model factory and construction templates on what the Sealy and Unsealy had done, using the benefits of dungeons to contain harmful pollutants. But if I wanted to establish off-world trade, I would need a transit point, and the capital I envisioned would work nicely. The map projection that System had created updated, changing the status of that valley, designating it as the capital of Angle Gjaurach. Once the system recognized my claim, I was able to adjust the focus of the map. It took me a few moments to find the location I wanted, but finally the leyline cluster that Lorne had identified as an ideal area to establish my first city was highlighted. The system status page gave me access to placement and distribution of resources, so the first thing I did was select the Sithern seed that I had incubated and bathed within my mana stream and highlighted the place where the leyline cluster was most prolific. A system prompt began blinking as an icon hovered over that point on the map. A drop-down menu listed what items I owned and were available for placement at that location became available. The list was bereft of any choices other than the Sithern, the only real resource that I owned. That was fine, since that was what I was after. Selecting the Sithern, I agreed to placement. The removal and transition of the seed that I had been hosting since returning to Talum was disconcerting, a splintering of my focus, as a part of me remained locked in the embrace of the newly planted Sithern. My personality and the Sithern's became an amalgam for the rebirth of new life. New options became available once the Sithern seed was transported and planted. I selected the options that established the newly placed Sithern as my seat of power and named my Sithern as the capital for my kingdom, establishing the name for both as Sor o Shlabredhen, translated loosely as free of chains. I hoped the name would be more than symbolic, a fortuitous promise, a city of hope for those that had been shackled too long under the yoke of Sealy and Unsealy oppression. I understood there would be a lot of work to live up to that name, but I hoped to build my kingdom so that a real choice was offered to those that had been persecuted, neglected, or whose worth was trivialized. For now, I set the Sithern to restrict it, so that only house members could enter. Until I took physical possession and increased the guards that patrolled and protected, I would minimize the Sithern's population to the Volar Fey that it hibernated. System Announcement Kingdom Angle Gyaurach Established 
System Announcement Capital Soar O Slabrien Established System Announcement Faction To Arthur de Danan Established The world map updated again before a slew of new system messages obscured my vision. I received them even as system processed the changes my choices and selections had made. Changes that would define the land I claimed and the framework for the beginning government I was establishing. System announcement. The Talum capital, Katherb Hale, will be modified within two days, updating the infrastructure and adapting to changes in the world government. Talum has grown from a duality of opposing factions between the Seely and Unseely to a triumvirate of power with the new faction the Tuatha de Nanan established as a co-equal branch of world government. All treaties and alliances with extra-planar governments and civilizations must be ratified by a two-thirds majority of Seely, Unseely, and Tuatha monarchies. World Announcement Ranked King Te Mac de Belarossi Cryonax has claimed land and territory to form a kingdom. He has named the kingdom Angel Gyaura. The faction for these lands has been selected and set to Tuatha de Danan. Any previous faction, Sealy or Unsealy residents, will be allowed one year's grace period before those residents must either convert to the new faction or move to the kingdom based on their established default faction. Local Announcement Lands are available to establish fiefs and domains for any sea, ranked duke or lord that are willing to give oath, and acknowledge King Te Mac de Belarossi Cryonax as monarch of Angle Gyaura. A kingdom status screen became available after the announcement, a sheet that displayed the metrics of my new kingdom, and allowed me to make some choices that affected the kingdom easier. I began filling in those choices as they were presented and became available. Some of my choices weren't as simple as setting an arbitrary number or definition. Tax rates were a simple number, but I had plans to create a new monetary system, one that could be used in an interplanetary exchange. For now, I set gold as the nation's monetary system and a uniform tax rate of 5%. I set that rate to only affect sales. All sales transaction, ignoring, for now, business profit and payroll taxes. The topic would have to be revisited, but for now it would do. The national treasury began increasing immediately. System acted as a tax collector, so there was no way for individuals to cheat or scam the amounts they owed. It would make things like audits unnecessary. There was a workaround for those who were inclined to do most of the legwork. Things like barter would still allow individuals to get away without paying taxes since no monies were exchanged. I chose to ignore that activity. It was something else that would be addressed when I had more of an understanding of how the economy evolved. For now, I didn't think the country was individualized enough to cut off or limit bartering or trading. Finally, the system displayed a new kingdom menu, a separate function that organized specific data in an organized fashion. Kingdom Angle Gyaura Monarch Ranked King Te Mac de Belarus e Cryonax 
capital. Sithen saw a Sabidion. Factions selected. Tuatha de Danan. Current population. 12,322,154,893. Current population ranked Duke. 275. Current population ranked Lord. 11,007. Number of fiefs claimed. Zero. Current areas classified as villages, towns, or cities. Pending. Ratio. Seely faction versus unseely faction. 1 to 3. Dungeons rank 9, 2. Dungeons rank 8, 4. Dungeons rank 7, 15. Dungeons rank 6, 29. Dungeons rank 1 to 5, 476. Alliances, none. Enemies, Olympus. Enemies, Asgard. That was a start. One that I completed seconds before I was blasted across the garden, destroying the brick wall of the house I had leased. As the wall crumbled on impact, the sonic bombardment had been one of a two-pronged assault. The other had been a spine coated in poison that had been coursing through my body, slowing my reaction time down immensely. I thought I would have more time to consolidate my position before I was challenged. I was wrong.